Uh, yeah, so that moment uh, was uh, you know, probably when I retired, when I played my last game for the Springboks in 2019. And uh, I thought to myself that, you know, uh, a lot has been given to me. You know, I was able to achieve my ultimate dream through, you know, the generosity of others, you know, people that invested in me. Uh, and I wanted to do the same for others. So that is the reason why I started the Beast Foundation. And, uh, you know, and now obviously we're embarking on a, on a very exciting project. Uh, I thought Lead Like a Girl because, you know, we've always, uh, as a foundation, been intentional about, uh, you know, pushing gender equality, you know, about uh, putting up uh, a girl child on a pedestal. Um, and uh, trying to balance things out. And that is the reason why we've embarked on this uh, lead like a girl. Yeah. And why specifically the girl child? Yeah, because uh, I think if you can uh, look at, you know, um, uh, some of the you know, the ratios or the numbers in terms of the support, you know, the, you know that doesn't go towards uh, you know, young girls, it's quite as, uh, astounding. And, uh, you know, we were motivated as a foundation, you know, to be proactive, to try, you know, uh, bring a 50-50 representation of both girls and boys in all our projects because we believe that, you know, girls have always gotten, you know, the short end of the stick. And we want to change that narrative in a big way, you know, in the education space as well. Looking with the people then, the foundations that you've partnered with, what exactly is it that you're trying to achieve with this initiative? And also tell us what you're offering. Yeah, yeah. so we're, you know, we are trying to uh, create, you know, wholesome leaders of the future. You know, we want to nurture these young girls uh, to be change makers in their own right, to, you know, be at the center of resolving some of the issues we face, you know, on a global scale. So, you know, it is, it's a changing opportunity for these young girls. You know, there's five core pillars, um, you know, uh, that are uh, part of the Lead Like a Girl program. The first one is schooling support. Uh, the second one is annual leadership camps. Uh, the third one is inter-Africa visits. Uh, fourth one is ongoing mentorship. And the last one is a, a dedicated alumni community that we're building. And obviously the partners that we have worked with, you know, some of them are pipeline partners. They've been on the ground for many years. You know, they're much uh, older than the Beast Foundation, and they've been working with young girls. So what they've been doing is actually plugging us, you know, uh, to find the right, uh, you know, girls that we are after that can qualify to be a part of this Lead Like a Girl program. And, um, yeah, so we are working with the teams on the ground in Zimbabwe, in South Africa, and, uh, yeah, it's going to grow, obviously, all across the continent. So we'll be looking to do more work with other partners as well. And I see that some of the criteria that you're also looking at is, for instance, excellence in sport, um, but there's also that element around the financial need because we know how important that particular aspect is when it comes to access to education. We speak a lot about, uh, for instance, in South Africa, that everybody has the right to education but um, the hurdle is always the financial burden that comes with affording that education. Yes, that is correct. You know, uh, you know, we're looking at the economic conditions. Uh, you know, these uh, young, you know, ladies, and yes, you know, that definitely is one of the, you know, the the, the big uh, criteria that we want to consider. 
And, um, you know, yeah, I've, I've actually been, you know, doing a lot of work with UNICEF, you know, across the, the continent. And my role is to be a good role ambassador and, you know, promote the, you know, the uh, access of, uh, you know, all children to quality education. And I've just seen that, you know, there's just such a, a wide gap, you know, there's a wide void. And for us to, you know, to help, you know, resolve it, to, you know, to nullify it is by increasing the number of opportunities, you know, for young people to be able to, you know, to have the best education so that we can set them up, you know, to be, you know, awesome leaders of the future and achieve their fullest potential. So it is something that we, you know, as a, as a foundation, we're working towards to resolve. Um, also, um, how many girls are you targeting? And with this project, is it a one-year project? How long does this project go on for once the girls have been selected? And also the other question is, why Gauteng, KwaZulu-Natal, and Bulawayo, as well as Harare? Yeah, so uh, it's, it's exciting. Uh, so the the first cohort of girls that we selected uh, uh, is uh, 15. And, uh, you know, we're looking at the age of 12, you know, at the beginning of high school. And the scholarship is for full five years. Uh, and, uh, you know, we selected uh, girls in those regions to start off, obviously, as you know, I was born in Zimbabwe and uh, I came across the border, you know, into South Africa to achieve my dream. So I am a product of, you know, both Zimbabwe and South Africa. So we decided to start this solely, but the the, the vision, um, you know, is to, you know, to, to go all the way across the continent. You know, we are a pan-African organization, so we believe in empowering you know, all Africans. So we're going to be growing. We're probably going to go to Mozambique. We're going to go to Kenya next. So, yeah, we're looking to, at this at this stage, um, you know, we, we're looking to increase every single year. We're adding a cohort of girls. So, you know, it's 15 to start off with. So I can't really say what the number will be, you know, next year, but it will be more than 10 girls that we're looking at. So every year, you know, depending, obviously, on our partners, um uh, our funder, uh, Elysium Family Office, that's based in Geneva, we will be seeing uh, exactly, uh, you know, what uh, you know, what 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 um, funds are there and what number of young girls can be aid on every single year. But it's definitely going to be expanding and growing, which is usually exciting. Um, interesting that you also mentioned Mozambique. Just the other day, we were speaking to um, Elaine Martinez, who's a senior researcher at the Children's Rights Division of Human Rights, and what they found is that particularly in Mozambique that you had the highest cohort of young girls, teenagers um, falling pregnant, but also being married while underage. And we know what the United Nations says about this and how it deters the girl child from actually focusing on their education and advancing their careers. So tell us more about, um, outside of the aspect of education, what are the conversations that should be happening in the household? Because the household also plays an important role in how the girl child is perceived. Yes, now that is exactly it. You know, we should be changing the narrative, you know, when it comes to the girl child, you know, and, uh, you know, almost uh, seeing the girl, um, you know, in the same uh, space as the boys that they're capable, they can, you know, achieve anything they put their mind to. And not, you know, and, and obviously not uh, limiting them to just doing, you know, domestic work and seeing them, you know, um, you know, as a lesser 
you know, sex, and we just should not, we should change the narrative in a big way. And I think parents will play a pivotal role, you know, and uh, it's something that should be talked about, you know, that, you know, I, I know in my, my own household, uh, we talk about my daughter in the same space as my son. We want them to know that they're capable of anything and everything, you know, that they can they want to achieve. So I think it's important that that conversation takes place in the household, yeah. And what do you say to people who would ask, but um, why is the Beast Foundation not talking about the boy child and uh, the challenges that the boy child is facing? Oh, geez, I would say that, uh, you know, it, you know, we, we are definitely addressing, you know, the problems that the boy child is facing. So it's just that we have decided to put a spotlight on the girl child because, you know, uh, of the, you know, the underprivileged that has been there from the onset, that is why we are, you know, we're intentional about it, but it's not to say that we're forgetting the boy child. That's why I said, you know, I alluded to the fact that in all our projects, we want to, um, you know, get a 50-50 representation of both boys and girls. In our boot camps that we do, in our academic scholarship, it's just that this one, this specific academic scholarship is just geared towards the girl child. So, yeah, we certainly... Yeah, be focusing on the boys. But uh, yeah, this one specifically, Lead Like a Girl, is all about the girl child. And finally, your call to other individuals who are in spaces of influence, spaces where um, they sit around decision-making tables. What is it that they can do to contribute initi- to contribute towards initiatives like these, and even if they come up with their own initiatives? No, no, exactly. I, I believe that you know we should all use the platform that God has given us to, you know, to make a difference in other, you know, in other people's lives, you know, in the next generation. So, you know, I'm trying to do that in a big way. So I would say, you know, you don't have to necessarily create your own foundation. You can join hands with other, you know, uh, people that are on the ground in the communities that are trying to make an impact and, you know, make a difference. You know, you can be a volunteer, like, for instance, in our foundation, uh, you can go to our website, thisefoundation.org. We've got, you know, volunteer roles, um, you know, for people that want to help, you know, and if you want to support as well, you want to be a funder, a donor, you know, you can email us at info at thisefoundation.org. And, uh, yeah, you can, you know, you can lend your hand, you know, and make a difference as long as you're willing. So it, don't, it doesn't have to be on a big scale. You can just be the, your neighbor that you can help, you know.